Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to another episode on loving and forgiving yourself. We are actually getting near the tail end of this series, and I sincerely hope that you followed us all the way through. It's been a very enriching series. Hopefully, it's it's given you a new lease on life and a new focus in your heart and mind to accepting that, you know, hey, we all have fallacies, regrets, skeletons in the closet we wish we would have kept in there. <laughs> um, issues that we wish we could do over. Um, but the fact of the matter is we can't, okay? So how are we going to live out the rest of our lives and what kind of quality will it be? Well, it all depends on how we treat ourselves inside that inner dialogue. And yesterday we spent, actually yesterday and the day before, we spent a lot of time talking about that inner critic and how to deal with it, recognize it, and then silence it. And I gave you some great exercises, tips, and ideas on how to physically go through the motions to make that happen. So today I want to move into, I've got like three of these left, three tips. We'll see if I get through all of them today. Maybe I will, maybe it won't. Um, if I don't, then we'll have probably one more episode. Otherwise, uh, we'll see how it goes. So I want to talk to you now about taking your own advice. You know, you've often heard it say, listen to your gut. Well, oftentimes it's easier to tell someone what to do than to take our own advice. And boy, is that ever true. I can't tell you how many times that, you know, especially as a coach and a, a leadership and a trainer, uh, um, a leadership co uh, consultant, I, I give all this advice. And um, yet sometimes I catch myself not even taking my own advice. <laughs> and then, and you know what, uh, you know, those are the times when we need to be very self-aware and be willing to correct ourselves and to make it right, and that's something that I'm always after in my life, is to try to stay more self-aware, to stay emotionally intelligent, which is the very best way to be. In fact, I've mentioned before that when you are high in emotional intelligence, that's being intelligent about your emotions, which is something this nation is really experiencing very little of these days. Uh, but when you're intelligent about your emotional state... You are not only healthier and more vibrant, you can think more clearly, you're more visionary, you are more accepting of others, you are kinder, you're going to have better relationships, and you're in the 90th percentile of top performers, having you earn an average of $29,000 more per year. And that's actually an old statistic. That's from about three years ago. And I've been kind of carrying it with me over the years when I speak in front of people. But back to what I was saying. We need to be emotionally intelligent. We need to be our, our not not beat ourselves up, but be constantly seeking to improve ourselves. Licensed marriage and family therapist Heidi McBain, and she's an LMFT, LPT, RPT, says to ask yourself what you would tell your best friend if they were sharing the mistake they made with you. And then take your own advice. So uh, I, I like to put it to my clients this way. Pull yourself out of your own skin and be your own consultant for a moment or coach. And what advice would you give yourself objectively without emotional things involved? Again, we got to be emotionally intelligent. It's when your emotions rule 
that you can go into fits of rage. You can be crying in a corner. You can be angry and you can be in unforgiveness and judgmental. You can get really defensive, really defensive and be just flying off the handle over everything. You're just snapping at everybody, you know, and we can't let our emotions get to that state. It is so dangerous for ourselves and for everyone around us. And unfortunately, I'm seeing a lot of that in the world today. I wish I could help them all because my heart goes out to them. It's one of the most miserable places to be in life is to have that state of mind going on constantly. I'm sure they're not sleeping much and they're probably, you know, having you know, pains in their joints and headaches and all sorts of things. So if you're having a difficult time working through this in your head... Sometimes it can help to role play with a friend, someone you trust, someone you, you feel comfortable confiding, confiding in. Now, be very careful here, all right? And this is kind of off topic, but I want to just say this to you. There have been many times in my life and in the lives of others I've known that we thought, and I thought, it was someone that just seemed so nice that I thought I could trust. And it turned out that they just used it against me or stabbed me in the back. And I think probably most of the people I'm, I'm speaking to right now have had something like that happen to them in their lives. So be so cautious as to who you would call a friend enough to share things with them that are very personal. But when you find someone, and I, I'm available as a coach if that's something you need, give me a shout and I'd be happy to give you a free consultation. But you can also look up a therapist in your area or, or a coach in your area. Ask them to take on your mistake and they will tell you what happened and how they are struggling to forgive themselves. Okay? So I'll read this again. If you're having a difficult time working through this problem in your head, it can help to role play with your friend. Ask them to take on the mistake, the problem, the issue. Then they will tell you what happened and how they are struggling to forgive themselves. You get to be the advice giver and practice telling your friend how to move on. So this is a really great... Um, uh, non-threatening way to manage that and take your own advice. And look, look at that. I'm looking at the clock. We've actually almost run out of time here. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, just close up with some final remarks. And then tomorrow we'll try to finish up these last two. Well, this is Michelle Steffes. Your journey to greatness your routine, challenging you to come up higher. Be the light, not the darkness. Stand out. I don't, it doesn't mean you can't defend a cause. It doesn't mean that you can't stand up for what you believe in. But stand out as a light. Love never fails. Be the one who is, you know, make them fall in love with your cause rather than hate your cause. You know, I just got asked that yesterday when I did a training for 18 people. Uh, they were leaders. And one of the leaders came to me and asked, what do I do? I mean, I'm feeling like I need to rise up and say something. And I said, well, if you make the people fall in love with your cause, they're going to follow you. Okay, they're going to follow you. But if you make them hate your cause because you're destructive and mean and out of control then they won't, they won't follow you, okay? So just good advice there. Anyway, that was off the off kind of off subject, but I hope you're having a great day. I wish you all the best, and I invite you back tomorrow to join us again. Have an amazing day.